Christmas morning, and what a beautiful day to gather in this church to celebrate this feast. Last night was also beautiful. We had that little snowfall that came last night. Reminds me of a time when a priest took a walk in the neighborhood praying his rosary one winter evening, passing by a house, and he saw a little boy jumping up and down in front of the door of one of the houses. So he walks up to the boy and says, can I help you? He says, yeah, I can't reach the doorbell. Well, here, I'll help you out. So he lifts the boy up and the, the, door, the, the boy rings the doorbell, puts him down, and the priest says, now what? And the boy says, now we run away real fast. <laughs> doorbell ditch. Ah, the things we do when we're bored. And you know, Christmas can be difficult for little children. Sometimes they're put into situations that they don't expect, takes them by surprise. Like this one family where the mother invited many people over for Christmas dinner. The house was packed. And now it came time to serve the dinner. And she turns to her seven-year-old daughter and says, Honey, how would you like to offer grace today before meal? And she whispers to her mother, Mom, I wouldn't even know what to say. And the mother says to her, Honey, just repeat what you hear Mommy say. So the little girl just bows her head very reverently and sincerely, and she says, Dear Lord, why on earth did I invite all these people to Christmas dinner? <laughs> God bless us. I've been here now for three years. And as we grow closer in our relationship together, these celebrations are very special to me to celebrate them with you because you are becoming more deeply, truly a family to me, a parish family. And it's always wonderful to have also a lot of guests and visitors here also on these special celebrations for the relatives and friends that have come with you today or just other families that have come because you love this place, or maybe the time worked best for you today. Welcome. It's wonderful to be together. Why are we here this morning? We are here because this is a day that we should celebrate more than any other, except perhaps Easter as well, the death and resurrection of Jesus. But this day we should celebrate because it was on this day over 2,000 years ago that God came to us. He came into this world and was born of the Virgin Mary coming to us as our Savior. And that word, Savior, is extremely important 
because it clearly reveals the purpose of why Jesus came. He came into this world to be your Savior and mine. And that word, Savior, helps all of us together to cut right through all the holiday sentimentalism that can sometimes diminish and hide the true meaning of Christmas. Pope Francis said, there are so many people who turn the Christmas season into nothing more than a holiday where we put ourselves in the middle rather than Christ. And sometimes the brightness of all those shop windows can leave the manger in Bethlehem in the shadows. We all know in our deepest honesty that after the last present is opened, as fun as that is, and after the Christmas lights are turned off, you and I will continue to become aware and deeply feel the need to be saved, the need for Jesus our Savior. We will continue, for example, to feel tendencies within our own hearts toward various sins that we will struggle with. We will continue to be aware of the brokenness that is yet in our hearts, in the hearts of your family, and certainly the brokenness in our world, which is becoming more and more apparent. We will have days where we become aware of that nagging emptiness that just won't go away. And nothing that we try can seem to fill it. Or that restless uneasiness of discontent that nothing in the world can satisfy? Or what about various urgings of conscience that we might try to forget about various choices we have made and they keep coming back? We will continue to want to be better than we are today. And we will want that for our family. We'll want that for this world. And yet we find ourselves so helpless to be able to make much of a difference by ourselves. There will be days when we will feel lonely we will have sorrow in our hearts because of losses that we have experienced. We will continue to yearn for love 
And we will realize again that there's no person in this world that can fully satisfy our need for love. We know this, regardless of our expectations. We will find ourselves hurting the very people that are closest to us. The ones that we love so dearly, we will find ourselves struggling to love, struggling to forgive, struggling to apologize, and we will be aware of wounds that have yet to be healed. We all become deeply aware that what we need most will never be found under that tree. But it will be always found in that heart of the infant Christ lying in a manger. All these things that we become aware of in our hearts that I just listed and there's others, this is why Jesus came Because, let's be honest, we need saving. And for this, we must pray. We must pray today that God would give to us, strengthen in us, the same faith that he gave to Mary, that he gave to Joseph, to the shepherds, to the wise men, that we would approach this mystery of God coming to us as a little child. Because many missed this way that God came. They did not believe this was God. And who would have thought, who would have thought that the eternal Son of God, wrapped and clothed with heavenly glory and splendor, that he would come into this world naked and in such poverty, that the eternal word would become as mute as an infant, powerless as a babe, Weak and little as a child. Who would have thought that that is God, the Savior of the world? And so with the faith of Joseph and Mary, the shepherds and the wise men, we feel moved like them to come in adoration to bend our knees, and to just be in wonder and in awe of God and how much he loves us that he would do this. But we must also obey the command of the angel who said, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. And why is this message so necessary for you and I? 
Because we are often afraid of the very things that I mentioned in the beginning. When we see these things in our heart, we often become afraid. But how can we be afraid to bring these things in our heart to God who comes to us so little? with such gentleness and tenderness. If you and I were to receive from the arms of Mary this little child, what is it like to hold a little child and to hold that child against your chest? All you want to do is cuddle and be cuddled and it feels warm and it's only gentle and very tender. And then we realize that that baby is God, the Savior of the world. How can I be afraid to open my heart and to give over and surrender to the infant Christ my struggle with sin, the wounds that yet need healing, the brokenness in my heart, how can I be afraid of that? Wouldn't it be amazing if God were to come to us in the same way today? If he were to come in littleness, come with such gentleness and tenderness so that today, no matter what we have in our hearts, that we would not be afraid. And the good news is God is going to come that way. And he comes this way at every single Mass in the Holy Eucharist. Here's where we see that we should never separate the cradle from the altar. Because the word of God become flesh in the manger is the same God-man become bread of life for you and me. The babe that we receive from the arms of Mary, Jesus Christ, is the same Christ that we receive from the hands of the priest. that little round white consecrated little host is God. Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. And just as many people did not realize and recognize God's coming as a babe, there are so many people that do not recognize God coming to us in the Eucharist as bread of life. But if we do, like Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we can only do one thing, to come to communion with the same reverence, the same wonder and awe, the same adoration, but without fear, 
And after we receive communion, as if holding the Christ child against our heart, we hold the Eucharistic Christ. And there's nothing but warmth, gentleness, and tenderness. How can we not let that ocean of mercy, that saving love, flood our soul and our life and to bring us the salvation that we need today, tomorrow and the next. This is amazing. And this is what we celebrate today at Christmas. God coming to us as our Savior and now coming to us as the bread of life. Let us rejoice and be glad. Amen.